Ultra. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 7, which begins with Peter asking Gary if he was outside his house this morning and ends with Peter's surprise that Andy would be joining them after the accident. Uh, I love, I love, uh, no, no, I've never been to Bishop Gardens. Gardens. Yeah, so so that, that actually started an interesting thing because, okay. He says, uh, yeah, were you outside my house this morning? Uh, no. He's like, oh, I could have sworn I saw you on my street. No, I've never been to Bishop's Garden. How you doing, man? <laughs> and just like changing the subject. So my my impression of what was funny about that scene has always been that the name of his neighborhood or the the little town or whatever where he lives is called Bishop's Gardens. Mm-hmm. And the only way that that he would know that as if he was specifically referencing where he was living, which he would know because he was there. Yes. Like I thought that was the joke. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, I was like, well, I wonder where Bishop's gardens is. So I look it up to see if it's a real thing. Right. And Bishop's gardens is a real thing. It's in Norwich. Um, but it is a legitimate Bishop's garden. Oh, like it belongs to a bishop. Yeah, yeah, it's like part of the Church of England. <laughs> um and it's a it's a garden that is like out front of like the bishop's quarters. Oh. It's like their private gardens. Um and so it's not a neighborhood as far as I can tell. It's an actual garden in front of a like a bishop's residence. So then I was like, well, what is this joke then? If or or is 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 this just a coincidence? Is he not referencing this specific bishop's gardens? But then I thought that seemed suspect. So now I'm wondering if this is a joke that I that we don't that works on a level for us, but in England maybe works on a totally different level. Right. Where it's actually the true meaning of the joke is something very specific. Um I I I, I just I'm not I'm not sure now. Right. Um, like in Doctor and, Who where they're like, I'm from Sheffield. Y- right, yeah. Where you're like, well, what does that mean? Ah, <laughs> uh, Sheffield. Yeah, right. Uh but like so I don't I'm not sure. And then I was like, well maybe maybe it is just a coincidence, right? And mm-hmm. then I looked at these cars and I realized that this is an Audi dealership, and then I just looked up Audi dealership and because or I looked up Audi, and then because I was searching Bishop's Gardens earlier, the first thing that comes up is Audi of Norwich. <laughs> Norwich. Oh, um, which is a Audi dealership in Norwich, and it is this one, as far as I can tell. It is the one that they're shooting it in. Wow. When does that ever happen? I don't know. So then it's like I, I, I'm at, 
at this point, I'm like, okay, so it's too much of a coincidence that they're shooting at the Audi of Norwich if Bishop's Gardens, the Bishop's Gardens that he's referencing isn't these Bishop's Gardens. But then it's like, well, now he works in Norwich and he, I assume he lives here as well. So it's not like a huge commute to come to this car dealership. Sure. So now I'm just totally baffled by this joke. And maybe I'm just overthinking it. Maybe there is a neighborhood that is uh, uh, known amongst its locals as Bishop's Gardens. And it's because the Bishop's Gardens are in the neighborhood, maybe. Um, but can be, yeah, I don't. But- I don't know. I don't know now. Well, you know, I, I, I still think the easiest answer is that the joke is that he knew exactly where Peter lived, even though he's never been there, quote. Right. Uh, at least that's still why I think it's funny. Right. Maybe it is kind of like, uh, you know, like some people don't consider where I live in the valley to be L.A. Uh-huh. But when I when I'm out of town or whenever, if I'm back home in Texas if people say like, Oh, where are you living now? I say LA. I don't say like, Oh, I'm living in the Valley, the San Fernando Valley. It's sort of 30 minutes from downtown LA, which is probably what you're thinking of when you think LA or Hollywood. Cause Hollywood's not downtown. You know, that's true. I I live in LA. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's really interesting. The idea of housing being available on the garden of a Bishop. Well, no, not that not that it would be available there, but like meaning like like they just like they call the town Bishop's Gardens or the village or whatever Bishop's mm-hmm. Gardens because it's where the literal Bishop's Gardens are. Uh, OK, you see what I'm saying? Like it's yes. like like that's like the, <laughs> you know, the Bishop's Gardens is like the town square <laughs> area. Oh, got you know it, what I'm saying? I, I mean, I don't know if that's what it's like. That's just what I'm I'm saying, yeah. like almost like the village is named after its its biggest mm-hmm. tourist attraction, you know, kind of like where I live. I live in studio city and it's called studio city. Cause there's a studio here. Yeah. Minion there's town. A, right. I live across the street from minion town. Um, I'm living here in minion town. <laughs> and the minions always so looking I was, down. I, yeah. So I'm just like, I was, I was a little, uh, baffled by that. I guess. UK listeners, uh, uh please, Educate us. Let us know if uh, yeah. if that far. Are, are we just overthinking it? Yeah. No. It's yeah. Just, it's just Bishop Gardens, mate. Yeah. Because then I thought, like, okay, maybe the joke is that like he's making a reference to his last name, like Page. Maybe like that has something to do with bishops, and that's what he's making a joke about that he would live in Bishop's Garden because he's a. Page. But then I looked that up, and it's like a page is an attendant to a nobleman or knight. Yeah, it's like a little boy. It was like well, what a boy who wanted to be a knight. The if a if that a page was sort of his right. You know, I mean he's a m- servant. Yeah, it's like how if you wanted to write for Saturday night life, you would start out trying to be a page. Right. For NBC, like uh, Aubrey Plaza or Kenneth. Right. Right. So, I was like, "Well, no, that doesn't have anything to do with bishops." So, yeah. Yeah, I, I got st- nothing. I'm not I, sure. I still think it's the joke is that he knows exactly where Peter lives. And then, yeah, and, then- and, and if that's and if that is the joke, and I'm just overthinking it, then then great. I love that joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we uh, we get my first of many secret quotes from this movie that I use a lot in my daily life, which is when uh, while razzing Pete, Gary's like, ah, "We haven't changed, have we?" <laughs> I. 
I love that. It's <laughs> it's probably it's probably my first laugh out loud joke in the movie. The first time I saw it, because it's just so sad and so desperate. But yeah, yeah. I, I say that all. I say that a lot with my friends whenever we're like talking. Like, oh, we haven't changed, have we? Because <laughs> we have. No one knows what it's from. But yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, ooh, twice. Get you, fuck machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's Vanessa. Man. No, no, your wife. That's Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa, yeah, and, <laughs> and what's oh, and what's great is like as well you know as being really funny. It speaks to, you know, Gary. Gary wants something out of these people, right? He hasn't done the work of staying in their lives, or he he doesn't Not care. He doesn't care about who they are now, right? He he just wants them to. He 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 wants their. I mean, not unlike the bad guys in this movie, he wants their bodies. Right. He just yeah. needs them to be there to be part of almost like the spell that he's trying to cast. Right. He wants them to be his enablers. Yeah. Gary King and the enablers. Yeah. I mean, like I kind of, you know, when I, when I reach out to people that I went to high school or college with, I think what I always try to do is you know, try to gauge where they are in the present before kind of, you know, being like, okay, like I, I haven't done the work. I don't know what your life is like now. I haven't heard from you in a while. Fill me in. Mm-hmm. Give me where you're at so I can talk to you about now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think it's really interesting that yeah, Gary hasn't done like a, even like a cursory Facebook I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if if, uh, if Pete would be on the the Soch, but I don't know. I just think yeah. it's super interesting that he doesn't remember his friend's wife's name, or because uh, because it's you know and, and yeah. I mean that's you're totally right because it's it's he's not going to remember her name because he doesn't care. Yeah, that, about his wife. She doesn't like, matter. Yeah, like wives. That's not what we're young. We don't have wives. We haven't uh, changed. We haven't changed uh and then uh peter's dad he's intense yeah <laughs> yeah man that that'll 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 wear on a person's soul yeah any uh any any uh idea who that is uh now i can look it up all right well while you're looking up that up i wanted to mention uh, the the thing about um the vanessa uh how's your wife vanessa no your wife <laughs> As if to suggest that <laughs> Vanessa is his mistress. Yeah, he assumes. Yeah. Yeah. No, your wife. Um, Peter wouldn't have a, a wife named Vanessa. Uh, <laughs> you know, she would probably be like, I don't know, uh, something, something Doris or something. I don't know. Nice one, Doris. I'm actually surprised that Olivia Coleman isn't in this. You know, that's the only thing that could have made this better. Yeah, Olivia Coleman playing Vanessa would have been pretty great, actually. Yeah. Uh, so for what it's worth, uh, Jenny mm-hmm. Bed, Bade, uh, who played the fitness instructor yesterday, mm-hmm. she is in one episode of the Mindy Kaling Four Weddings and a Funeral that I haven't seen. Okay. Uh, a lot of TV. A lot of TV stuff. Uh, well, that's interesting. She plays Soph. No, never mind. That's not interesting. But she plays uh, Steffi in one episode of Misfits. Oh, like everyone, okay. she's she was in Misfits. Sure. So uh, she's credited as uh, 
fitness instructor 26. <laughs> Her age is I part mean, of. Yeah. And uh, I'm still going to be looking for. I wonder if it will be credited as Mr. Page. Here we go. Peter Paul. <laughs> Pink Peter the Pay Paul. Paul Bentall plays Mr. Page. And uh, some fun about him. He was uh, in Flash Gordon. Oh. As a pilot. <laughs> he played a minister in Bridget Jones's Baby. Oh. Played Harold Maysby in Law and Order UK. Nice. Uh, he was Evelyn's lawyer in the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. He was in a Midsummer Murders. He was in a Silent Witness. He was in one of my favorite movies growing up, First Night. Did you ever see First Night? With Sean Connery as King Arthur? No. It was good. It's kind of more of a uh, Richard Gere as Lancelot. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. It was like King Arthur as like a lover's triangle romance type deal. With Richard Gere. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And yeah. I uh, I was a big King Arthur guy growing up, uh, much like Gary King. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Gary actually knows any King Arthur legends or if he just likes the aesthetic of it, much like his goth aesthetic. Right. Like kind of surface level. Right. He's just like, oh, I just like the idea of a quest. Yeah, yeah, and he and he. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, we we get a lot of that in this minute where he talks about you know preparing for battle, right? Mead, the King Arthur of beers, <laughs> to the bitter end or lager end. So interesting bit about that. Um, I use that. I I I I I use that a lot because I I will say the bitter end and then I can't stop myself from saying or lager end. Um, or if anyone else says bitter end, I'll say or lager end. Mm -hmm. uh, I just I can't. It's it's uh I I can't stop myself. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to look up the difference between lager and bitter. Uh, now this I don't isn't, know. Yeah, this is probably not going to be interesting to people who know beer. Um, maybe it's not interesting to anyone. I don't know. But uh, I just know that I'm a bitter guy. Um, I like I like bitter. Uh, bitter is a British style of pale ale. Mm -hmm. uh, and it varies in color from gold to dark amber. Mm -hmm. And uh, typically has a strength between 3% and 5.5%. 3% is known as boy bitter. Uh, and, uh, sure. uh, it's like, like, uh, you know, bitter for boys. Um, mm -hmm. and then you have, uh, the, the stronger stuff, which is uh strong bitter or premium bitter. Uh, and, uh, there's also a brand, um, Fuller's who, uh, they make a specific brand name called ESB, which is short for extra, extra special bitter. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's uh yeah or or extra strong bitter I guess is uh, another uh, version of that uh, abbreviation as well. Um, it's uh yeah this is my this is my my beer. It's it's easy to drink. It it doesn't uh feel like I'm drinking liquid bread. Um, it's, is that uh, what a lager would be? Yeah. So lager is the is the beer that tastes the most like yeast. Okay. Um. It's uh, it's where pilsners come from. Pilsners are um, basically a really, really light lager, a pale lager. 
Uh, and this is a, this is typically a, uh, like a Pilsner, which is like an American lager, like your Budweiser or your Miller light, you know, um, or your Coors light, any of those that's, that's a, that's a lager. Um, and it, and yeah, it tastes very yeasty. Um, and that's due to the fermentation process happening while it's cold, whereas bitter happens when it's warm, I believe. And then there's a like an old wives tale that the best way to, to, to drink a pint of bitter is at room temperature, but that's not entirely accurate. You're not supposed to drink it really cold. Uh, like in the, in the 30 degree range, like we're sort of used to drinking ice cold uh, beer. beer. Yeah. Ice cold beer. Exactly. Uh, you're actually supposed to drink it in like the 50 degree range, which is slightly below room temperature, um, but not quite, uh, at the level that it's like refrigerated, which is also why, Bitter is typically um, only properly sold uh, on draft out of a keg because you can control the temperature of it uh, more that way. Whereas if you buy it in like a can or a bottle, um, you're just going to throw it in the fridge and it's not going to be the right temperature. So a bitter is a bitter beer is better when it's colder. No, a bitter beer is better when it's um, around 50 degrees. So okay. not quite as cold as your refrigerator, but a little uh, – but but still colder than, you know, typical room temperature. Okay. But lo- uh, a but- lager lo- are typically uh, like ice cold. Okay. So like, you know, when you have like your, uh, your Miller High Life or mm-hmm. your Pabst Blue Ribbon. Sure. In the fridge. Lagers. Those right. are lagers. Lagers, yep. Uh, and then you have like, uh, you know, f- bitters, a form of uh, pale ale. And then, of course, pale ales um, are uh, typical of like, um, you know, like an IPA is a India, Indian pale ale, which is like uh, the super, super hoppy um, stuff. Okay. So, yeah, those are those are IPAs. And that's that's the most popular thing, I think, in America now amongst uh, beer connoisseurs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I lied to myself for a long time and pretended I like IPAs because everyone liked IPAs and I wanted to be cool, but they taste like trash. They taste like, um, like you're licking, uh, cut grass or something. Um, it's bad. Okay. IPAs are bad. You, you uh, like in, a, in you my like opinion. A, you like a bitter because it's crisp. It's refreshing. Yes, crisp, refreshing. That's the stuff. Like I, that's that's my that's my favorite kind. I don't like lagers because I think they, it tastes like drinking liquid bread because of all the yeast. Okay. Um, and I don't like IPAs because I think that they're uh the the flavor is too strong on the on the um the uh, hops the hoppy side of things uh, and i don't i don't love that flavor when it's in excess so i don't love ipas um and that's like microbreweries typically do mostly ipas um at least what i found mm-hmm. i don't know if it's just because like uh indian pale ales are um easy to easier to do uh in uh right. in that form i'm not sure like in that microbrewery form but uh i'm i'm much more of a i'm a bitter guy for sure so how are you how do you if bitters are your favorite and that's the kind that you don't want to just toss in the fridge mm-hmm. how do you uh what's kind of your method for consuming it at its optimal form? i i really only get it at um uh i really only get it at uh at bars. bars yeah 
Um, you know, like the, the bar that I have down the street, which I put pictures of up on, um, on the uh, Facebook group. The Cornetto Minute listeners, Bob. Yeah. Um, the Fox and Hounds, uh, they have like Fuller's ESB and that's what I'll get when I go there. Okay. Cause yeah, it's like my favorite kind of beer is that, um, that's cool that you, your favorite thing you can only get by going out. Yeah, right. It's not, it's not cool right now, but yeah, yeah, sure. But then, like when I'm at home, I'll just drink like some kind of pale ale um, that isn't necessarily like a bitter. Or I'll do like um, I don't know. I used to like Boddington's, but now Boddington's don't doesn't really taste. Now like that I think about it, again. when I think of you at home, you know Scott Corelli at Leisure, you're not really reaching for the beer though. You're reaching no. for the liquor. You're reaching for a whiskey or a yeah or a scotch. Yeah. Typically at home, I'm doing a bourbon or wine, red wine. That's mm-hmm. that's typically when I'm at home. I like, but I like to drink beer when I'm out. Right. Um. So that's what I that's what I typically do. Is that gonna uh, be your Is that gonna be your first trip out when you can? Yeah, it'll be one of them for sure. Oh, also, I do love um the one the beer that I probably drink the most at home is if we're having like a taco night, I'll get like some Coronas or something. Sure. Um, or uh, Pacifics. Family. Yeah, Pacificas. Pacifical. Uh, Pacifical. Uh, and with, with like some limes and stuff. Like, so I like, a, I like a cerveza. Definitely. I do too. Yeah. I don't know what kind of beer cerveza is. I don't know if that's a lager or not. I'm not sure. I think it is a lager. But it must be like a light lager or something because those are really refreshing. Yeah. I like I'm a look Corona. Right now. I like a Pacifico. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a big beer guy. I'm not a big alcohol guy at the moment. I was in college. Mm-hmm. But that's interesting. I, I, have, I have a feeling. I have a feeling you just opened a floodgate, and we're going to find out who in the Cornetto Minute listeners pub knows a lot about beer and has a lot of opinions about beer. Oh, I'm sure a lot of them do. Um, I, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it looks like I think. I mean, it just keeps calling Corona Cerveza. Um, I'm not sure what I because my understanding is that Cerveza is just Spanish for beer. It is. So yeah, I don't know, yeah, so I, don't, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the. I don't know what kind of beer corona is yeah or if it's its um, own kind of i don't i don't know if it's an ale or a lager i'm not entirely sure no nope, sh- there it is it, corona extra is a pale lager so it is a lager okay yeah uh so that's probably my favorite kind of lager is a cerveza mm-hmm. pacifico and corona is pacifico pacifico is my favorite for sure i i always thought pacifico was because i only I, I first started noticing pacifico out when i moved to la but then i was watching sure. high fidelity which is set in new york and i think filmed in new york and rob was buying a six-pack of pacifico hmm interesting uh wait uh is it in new york or is it in san francisco i i'm pretty sure i'm almost no it's new york because the record store is in brooklyn oh okay all right the movie was in chicago Oh, they shot it in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Because Rob's on Rob uh, John Cusack. Rob would take the brown line. So Cor- Corona is a lager, is a light lager, and then Pacifico is actually a pilsner. Oh. Um, but I do love Pacifico. Pacifico's my Pacifico's favorite great. of the of the cerveza style beers. Wow. When I venture out to get groceries this week, I might get a six pack of beer just because of this conversation we're having. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, so, uh, anyway, I, I wanted to look up all that stuff. So I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, uh, they're in an Audi dealership. I had a friend in high school. His first car was an Audi and, uh, we still give him shit for it because he doesn't think of himself as, as, as coming from money. <laughs> and that's always our first, like your first car was an Audi. 
You're absolutely minted. You're absolutely minted. <laughs> he used to take that to school, just blissfully unaware of his own. Wow. Can't believe that. Oh, my first you, car. What are you, James Bond? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no one's first car should be an Audi. Get out of here. James Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, all right. Alex Ryder, Stormbreaker. <laughs> that was his name, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of getting out of here, uh, yeah. duelinggenre.com slash Amazon is where you can order stuff. Um, it hey, helps uh, us out. Amazon. Uh, I think, I think I've asked you this before, but when you, if you were to like rent something on Amazon video, that totally counts too, right? No, I don't think it does. Oh, uh, I think the, I think the, uh, I think the, the, that's different. I think you actually have to buy a physical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, although buying a digital copy might work. Oh, interesting. Uh, I think because I think the the margins are are higher on that versus a rental, like a, like a two ninety nine um, rental. Right, right. So I don't think a rental works. Buying something might work, uh, but. Uh, the thing that I know works is uh, buying physical things off of Amazon using our link, and you can do that. Um, I actually don't think the Whole Foods thing works or the Amazon Fresh. I don't think those work. Um, it has to be like Amazon proper, and they're still shipping stuff out of Amazon proper. It just takes a while. Um, they're the the all of the shipping is sort of delayed right now, but sure. um, you can still do it. Uh, it just takes like a week to get your stuff. Um, but, uh, Amazon, uh, pays us a little bit, little, little chunk of change for, um, doing, uh, doing, uh, you know, this, what we're doing right now, talking about <laughs> duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, so just go there, shop on Amazon like you normally do. And Amazon will give us a little cut of your purchase. It doesn't cost you anything. It comes out of Amazon's pocket and it helps us uh, buy new stuff for the show, like uh, mics and mic stands and things like that. Um, that's basically all I spend any of our uh, Amazon affiliate uh, money on. We don't even get real money for it. It's like Amazon gift cards, essentially mm-hmm. um, like Amazon credit. And then I use that to like buy stuff for yeah. uh, that way. If, uh, you know, on the if, network. if a geek by night cast member needs a new microphone, we don't, they don't have to uh, spend their own money. We can, you know, dip into the, uh, the dueling genre bank. You're exactly right. Uh, that's, that's what we do. And uh, tomorrow we're going to be back with minute eight, but for now let's boo boo.